Impact 89 FM's own NFL podcast, hosted by Michael Markosh, Kevin McCormick, Owen Ozust, and Manit Patel. This is The Pylon. Well, 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 what a week it is on the pylon. First of all, I'm back uh, after a three-week absence or something, a three- or two-week absence. I'm back, Michael Markoch, as your host. Joining alongside me, Jada Coster. Manit Patel is on the way, but he is very late. So we decided to start off this episode without him, and we did that because it's just been these two weeks. We didn't record last week because it was spring break. Um... And I'm kind of glad we didn't because now we just have an absolute packed agenda with all free agency moves, trades, uh, quarterback carousel, and of course, everything that's been going on in Cleveland because, of course, yes, that's just the way things work. But, Jay, how are we doing? Doing good, Michael. Uh, God, this has been amazing. These last This last week of the NFL free agency and just a bunch of trades going down, I mean... I, let's just go right, right off the, for the start. Devontae Adams. I mean, what what a just a crazy week, and especially last night with Devontae Adams getting traded to the, the Las Vegas Raiders, and then Baker Mayfield crossing out of Cleveland. I mean, just absolutely nuts. Yeah. So let's jump right into this because again, it's a very packed day here on the pylon. But let's just start with yesterday. Some of the news coming out of the league yesterday, including. One of the biggest trades we've seen in a long time when it, with a non-quarterback, Devontae Adams of the Green Bay Packers was traded to the Las Vegas Raiders for first and second round selections in the 2022 NFL Draft. Now, first off, I mean, the return. I mean, they only get two picks this year. Um, you would think of a player of Devontae Adams' caliber, you would get a little bit more, but... I mean, it looks like we had there was a bit of a rift in Green Bay, at least from what yeah. it sounds like. I mean, he wanted a new contract. He got the franchise tag, and he wants he obviously wanted a new deal. Um, and it, lo- it seemed like him and Aaron Rodgers, like it seemed like Devontae Adams kind of wanted out. Like I think that's the you know the best case scenario I can I can point out. But yeah, I mean, he's reunited with his college quarterback Derek Carr, who, who was at Fresno. St- They're both at Fresno State. So it's going to be very that AFC West is going to be amazing. Obviously, you have Mahomes. They're you know they might run it back and win that division again. You have Khalil Mack now joining the Chargers, and they have, they still have a great young QB in, Her- in Justin Herbert. Russell Wilson, who we'll talk about later, just got traded to the Broncos. And now you have Derek Carr and Devontae Adams. I mean that division is just amazing. Yeah, I mean it's it's absolutely incredible. And you know Derek Carr was one of those quarterbacks that we thought even coming into this offseason, like he may be available for trade. Now that's not even on the table, as as you said, Derek Carr, Devontae Adams reunited in Vegas, and you know I I love it. I love it for Vegas because you think about it with all of these teams in the AFC West making these moves and Denver getting a quarterback and stuff like that. You know what? Vegas didn't panic. They said we got Derek Carr. We like Derek Carr. Let's go get him, the best wide receiver in the NFL. It- and, I mean, yeah, you gave up your first and second rounders this year to do it, but, like, who cares? Like, Devontae Adams is going to be better than any player you're going to get in either He is the right. best receiver in the league, and there's no, I don't think there's any doubt about it. And what Vegas has now, they have a, they still have Max Crosby. I think in a, like they just extended him, but um, they still have Max Crosby, and they still have a, they just got Chandler Jones, too. I forgot about that, right? They did just sign Chandler Jones as well, and, yeah. God, those last two days for the for the Raiders. I mean, getting Chandler Jones, who's still a very good pass rusher, and then you just add the best wide receiver in the league. Like the Raiders, you know, I I think they can make the playoffs next year, but could they win the division? Question mark. Maybe. Uh, it's tough. I mean, obviously, we'll talk a lot more about that as we get closer and closer yeah. to next season, and we start giving our predictions and everything. But mm-hmm. that division's gonna be so interesting because you could make a case for a all four teams making the playoffs with one winning the division, then all three other teams getting the wild card spots. But also, like, for anyone out there that hasn't really put this into perspective, all of these teams have to play each other twice every single year. Put all those games on primetime because they're just going to beat each watch. other up. 
So at the same time, one of these teams is probably going to have a very underwhelming record. And we're going to say, man, they disappointed. And it's not that they disappointed, but it's just because they have to play six games against these teams. And it's, it's either, I think it's absurd. either going to be one of the, I think one of these teams will have a very disappointing season. Like, I hate to say this, but because of injury, because we saw it with the Seahawks, Russell Wilson, remember he broke his thumb against the Rams and, you know, they, they fell out and they, and they had a really, still a really talented roster, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, this, this is going to be a dogfight, dogfight, this AFC West, so. Yeah, of course, and we'll talk more about that as we get down, if we move on in the show when we talk about some of the other moves within that division, but now it's time to get to possibly what's been the story of the last 48 hours or so, which unfortunately has to do with my Cleveland Browns. Um, yesterday, the Cleveland Browns were informed that they were out of the running for Deshaun Watson because literally because Deshaun Watson doesn't want to play up in the north. Um, he wants to stay down in the south, which I guess I can't blame him. It's nice and warm down there. But right after that, a few hours later, Baker Mayfield officially requests a trade from the organization and then basically the Browns say, no, we're not going to do that. Um, man, oh, man. Yeah. That's gonna be, that's an interesting uh, – I'm going to let you take the floor. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking right now because, Michael Markosh, you are the Cleveland Browns fan. Yeah. The one and only Cleveland Browns fan that I know. So, I mean, just keep going. Let, let's hear the rant. I, I mean, here's the thing. Overall, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a rant per se. Um it's just more of the same. I mean, this is Cleveland. This is what we do. You know, we we have this these quick two years of we make the playoffs. Then last year, I mean, they go eight and nine, which if the, the fact that they got to eight and nine last year was pretty incredible. Um, and now we're just going back to kind of where we were, where we don't have a quarterback. And we started this week with, you know, you had Baker Mayfield. You were pursuing Deshaun Watson, which for all the listeners out there, I am totally 100% okay with I have no issue with them making a play for Deshaun Watson he is a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield they told Baker in January and I believe they told his his people back in at the combine that they would explore quarterback options if they felt they could upgrade at the position Baker was aware of this this was not something he was blindsided by what the Browns really did wrong here is they make that comment we don't know who said it we don't know who told this to Chris Mortensen of ESPN, but they mentioned the thing about wanting an adult at QB. And that really, that really ticked Baker off. And I can't blame him for, I mean, if you had, as when we're kids, right, we have people that tell us like, you know, grow up, like behave, behave, you know, like you're an adult or whatever. And mm-hmm. you don't expect that out of kids because they're kids. Yeah. But like all of a sudden you're, you're talking that about your franchise quarterback and, Again, I don't know who said it. I'm not going to even make predictions. I I have no idea. But they haven't come out and just denied it. You haven't seen like Andrew Berry come out and say, you know what, I never said that. We never said that. It's false because it's probably not. They probably did say that. Um, But I don't think the intention for the Browns was ever to use Baker Mayfield as a plan B. I think all of the stuff that they've been doing in the last 48 hours has all been about leverage. I think they always had a plan to trade Baker Mayfield. They were never going to start him next season. The only problem is now Baker comes out, makes this public that he wants to be traded, and he makes the social media post, and the Browns have lost all their leverage. Because now, when you're making a deal with, say, a Indianapolis, a Seattle, they're going to know, right? They're not going to give you nearly as much as they were going to give you originally. So that's... Both sides are completely at fault here. I'm not trying to defend one or the other. I totally am okay with the Browns making the push that they did for Deshaun Watson, even though it was obvious he was never coming. But mm-hmm. I don't like the way that they went about it. it. It's just, it was way too public. The adult comment was just stupid. Um, and just all around, they're, they're in a mess right now, and they're going to have to work their way out of it. But I'll basically leave it there and let you guys, you know, fill in with whatever thoughts that you guys might have. But, I mean, that's just kind of my whole two cents. I'm yeah, I mean, what the Browns, the Browns were expect, expected to go to the, you know, be one of the Super Bowl favorites last year. And now they're in a spot where they lost Jarvis Landry. And then they, I think they released him, didn't they? 
Yeah, they did last year. Yeah, and, and, really, and, and Richard Higgins just signed with Carolina this past week, too. Now, Baker Mayfield, your, your number one overall pick, wants out. And, and the Browns still have a really talented roster. I mean, you got Miles Garrett, the best, one of the best pass rushers in the league. And you still have a really solid offensive line. Now you lost uh, J.C. Treader, but like you still have um, a, a, lot of, a lot of those guys. Um, but yeah, it's just I think it's just a tough, sp- a tough spot for the Browns when Baker's you know, kind of in a divide with the front office. Mm-hmm. And, you know, especially with that comment saying we wanted a doll as a quarterback, that yeah, I think that was the dividing point. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I expected Cleveland to move on from Baker this offseason. I didn't see them holding on to him, even with, like, the injuries and all of that. I just couldn't see them, you know, buying into another year where if things go mediocre, you're sitting at an extension where – you don't know if you want to give it. And I think it's a better move to speed up that kind of timeline where if Baker had a mediocre year next year, the Browns would have been really sitting at that question. And getting over with now when Watson was a prime availability on the market just makes sense. Um, he would have made the, uh, Cleveland a Super Bowl contender. It depends on who they get. They will be a Super Bowl, they will be a Super Bowl contender going into this season. But um, I think it was the right move to go for him. And... I'm going to be interested to see where Baker goes. I think Indy's a nice fit. I like him there. Um, I could see him go and compete with Drew Locke in Seattle. I've heard rumors yeah, about that. Seattle Seattle would be a nice spot for him, I think. like They they have a bunch of guys who need to prove themselves. Rashad Penny in the backfield, Chris Carson in the backfield, if they can both stay healthy. You know, that'll be a nice backfield duo. But um, I don't know. I can't really think of anywhere else. I think Baker ends up in the NFC, though, pretty much. Yeah, I actually thought one of his best, and this is before, obviously, they make the move that they did and they bring in Terod Taylor, but I thought the Giants would have been a really good The Giants would have been nice, Bring yeah. him in, compete with Daniel, reunite him with Freddie Kitchens. Yep. Um, I thought, who's not the head coach, who could just, you know, focus on his thing. Stuff. Yes. Um, but I thought that would have been a really great fit. Bring him in, compete with Daniel Jones. But, obviously, they make the move for Terod Taylor, and that's probably not going to happen anymore. But... I would have loved to see him kind of go there. And just to be clear to everybody out there, yes, Cleveland technically did deny the trade request. They are going to trade Baker Mayfield. They are not happy with Baker going public with this because, like it I just mentioned, they, it's not just that, but they they he completely destroyed all the leverage that they had in trade negotiations. Yeah, by saying. So, because now they know that he wants out as yeah, well. Exactly. Now and teams so know they're not going to give him. They probably had deals on the offer, and they were just telling Baker, like, let us do our jobs. We're going to get you out of here. But now he goes and goes public with this, and now he's kind of – now all of a sudden these other teams are like, well, okay, we live in a different world than we did because now I'm not going to give you that pick that we were going to give you. Because he just wants to leave. Exactly. So – and again, I don't – I'm not trying to blame Baker for being upset about this. He definitely could have handled this in a different way. The Browns could have handled this entire process in a better way. I'm not going to sit here and defend either side because they're both at fault here. But I'm not going to sit here and blame the Browns for making the move that they did. They went after Deshaun Watson. They they put all their chips in the middle of the table. And it didn't work out. They didn't get him. They were really never going to get him. But, you know, now they look at quarterback next season. You know, do they bring in Jimmy G, who can't throw a football for three months coming off of shoulder surgery? Honestly, I really like the idea of Jameis Winston for them. I, I think he'd fit into the locker room really, really well. He played really well last year. He can I, I finally like that. see. The more I think about it, the more I like it. And it's also, just an energy fit. And also, I was saying this before the show, and a, a lot of people wouldn't really necessarily agree with me on this. I kind of like the idea of Cleveland trading for Jordan Love. And I that would be fun. I only like it for this reason. I think Jordan Love right now is in a situation where he's not in that environment to help him grow and be the best player that he can be. Aaron Rodgers isn't exactly the mentor type. The team obviously doesn't really care much about him. Give him to Cleveland and let Kevin Stefanski mold him. Let him develop him into the quarterback that he wants because he's got all the physical traits. The, I mean, Jordan Love has so much talent. He's got the mobility. He's got the arm. You know, he just needs coaching. And I think if you put him in an environment like Cleveland where it's like, all right, they have a set offense. You have a coach who's proven that he can work with quarterbacks. I wouldn't hate that for them. I don't think they're going to go in that direction. I think the Packers asking price for Jordan Love is still too high. He's so young, and I just think you could basically use him as a rookie, and I, I think it would be a decent fit, and you could at least try it out for a year and then make your decision next season. I, I agree. And, and Jordan Love, you know, he's, he got put into a spot where Aaron Rodgers didn't even want him. Like, he, 
after the 2020 season, or I think it was during the 2020 season, he just he got mad at them for drafting Jordan Love and saying, and he's basically saying, "I'm still the quarterback here. Do do not replace me with this guy." And Jordan Love's been, you know, kind of in the dust here, and he's, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't say he hasn't gotten his opportunity. He played a few games. He hasn't really played that well, but um, it's just not a lot of body work yet for him. So I think. I think I think a place like Cleveland with a good offensive line, maybe they get a couple good receivers, one in the draft, one you know still in free agency. Um, yeah, I think I think Jordan Love would be a decent spot for Cleveland. Um, so yeah, yeah. So let's move on to the quarterback they didn't get, Deshaun Watson, who obviously still has a long road ahead of him in terms of getting back onto the field. But he officially told Cleveland yesterday, obviously that he would not be going there but he also told Carolina they are out of the running as well so it's officially down to seemingly Atlanta and New Orleans unless some team is making the quietest play of all time it seems like it's going to be Atlanta and New Orleans and to me this is just hilarious because if you're Carolina you came to two realizations last night number one Deshaun Watson's not going to be your quarterback and number two he's you're guaranteed to see him twice a year for probably the next 10. That is, yeah. That's got to just be brutal. That's insane. Because <laughs> you know he's going in your division. That's got to suck. And it was a money thing, too. Yeah. I read it this morning that it was because they wouldn't guarantee the last two years of his contract, which mm-hmm. is something that Atlanta and New Orleans are both willing to do. Mm-hmm. And he told them no. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I don't get it. Sorry for cutting you off, Jay. But no, I don't no, get good. it on Carolina's end. Like, they need a quarterback. And guaranteeing yourself four years of Watson isn't really a bad thing, given what we've seen from him. Yeah, I mean... I think, in my opinion, I think Deshaun Watts. God, character I, issues aside, I think he's a Falcon. Well. I think I think he's gonna go to the Falcons. I, I but I have a feeling he might do that too. But it looks like the Saints are making an absolute full court press right now. With what money? Where's, where's they, the they, money? They just They've restructured actually, a bunch of contracts. They, they still actually have to do a little bit more of it, but they're they're five million away. Yeah, they oh, they're a couple sure. contracts away from having room to slide Deshaun Watson in there. Um, but I don't. <laughs> Just the lack of weapons, both. I mean, yeah. I guess I could say Kyle Pitts, but like Calvin Ridley's out for the year. Um, like, who else do the Falcons have now? They don't have Julio Jones anymore. Like, they don't have Russell Gage either. Like, both <laughs> those teams don't have really. Have, I mean, I guess Michael Thomas, but that guy's been injured every single year. Michael now. Thomas. I forgot about I Michael Thomas. It's going to be weird though because you have to also take into account neither one of these teams, which everyone gets them, they're not going to have their first round pick this year. So. Yeah. You're not going to be able sure. to just go out and get a Garrett Wilson or Chris Olave or, you know, Traylon Burks or something like that. You're not going to be able to do that. So you're like, it's so like for Atlanta, it's literally going to be Kyle Pitts, Kyle Pitts, Kyle Pitts, Kyle yep. Pitts. Oh, there's Kyle Pitts again. Like that's literally all like, they have Zacchaeus still, don't they? Uh, don't even know they, how they, I they came resi- up with his name. They, they that was, yeah. Um, I think he's like their wide receiver one right now. I mean, honestly, I I don't. I'm and yeah we I didn't even put Calvin Ridley on the agenda because that feels like ages ago is when we find out that Calvin Ridley is going to be suspended for the entire season. So I don't even like this week's just been so crazy. This has been the greatest off season of all time. Um, but enough of that. Let's get into some other QB moves as we move along here. Um, this first one, just oh my goodness. Um, Tom Brady unretired. Uh, was he ever actually retired? I mean, uh, I I thought there was a decent possibility he was going to come back, and of course, right after the March Madness selection show, yeah. he just drops that bomb on us. <laughs> he's just saying, I think, I'm literally I, coming I said back this up in, to I, campus. And he's I like, said oh. this in our group chat. I said, Tom Brady said, "F you, March Madness. It's my turn to make headlines now." Yeah, he did. <laughs> that, that's basically what he did. Um, yeah, he just basically said, "I'm back, LFG, and you know, go Bucks, whatever." And uh, yeah, he's. The man is back, and he's going to be in Tampa. It's funny because people were saying, like, maybe he, he wouldn't play for Tampa and go to San Francisco. But, no, that's not going to happen. He's going to stay in Tampa. So, yeah. yeah. What do you think? I mean, I just, wow. Um, yeah. That was very surprising, very shocking. Did not expect it to happen. Um, But, like, I did, in a sense, too, just because Tom Brady could not stay away from the game. It was pretty clear. He just just hinting at it and hinting at it and hinting at it and just never came to fruition. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, like full retirement was just never a thing. And I, I remember watch. I was watching a video. It was him and Cristiano Ronaldo at a Manchester United game, and they were talking. And I think Tom Brady was mic'd up or something. And he said, and Ronaldo asked, "Are you thinking about are you, are you thinking about coming back?" And he said, and "He said, eh, maybe." So I think that's how we got the hint. So, and then of course, like seven hours later, he announces he's coming back. So. The NFC is kind of, you know, Aaron Rodgers is probably like uh, he's probably in his sleep or something. He's like, oh god, I have to face Brady again. I, I have Brady in the NFC again. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got to think about that. I mean, now for all these NFC South teams, like, it's not surprising me that all of them are into on Deshaun Watson. Like, if you want any chance of dethroning the the Buccaneers next year, you're going to need a quarterback to do it. I mean, that division went from clearly the worst division in all of football to all of a sudden it's going to be up there. So. You know, and the NFC is going to get better. I mean, Deshaun Watson's going to be out in the NFC um, with Brady, with Rodgers, with Stafford, with Murray, depending on what happens there. Oh, God. Um, what do you think about Kyler the Browns? If that was like, the I, problem I know it's is like a after, way far After you thing. make that adult comment, Kyler Murray's not the person you need to be bringing That's in. That's fair. The problem is not <laughs> technically neither yeah. would be Deshaun Watson. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but also, I... That was just such a dumb comment, regardless of who said. I think actually that came from the owner. I think that came from Jimmy Haslam. I don't think Andrew Barry would ever report that, especially not to Mortensen. Like, why would you do that? Andrew Barry's not that. He's he's smarter than that. I think that was one hundred percent Jimmy Haslam. But that's again a topic for another day. But um, yeah, so Brady's back, um, and now Godwin signed a three year extension to stay in Tampa Bay as well. So three years, like sixty million. they re-signed Russell Gage, which I love. I didn't think he'd be Russell healthy Gage. by season, but he is going to be. Who? Godwin. Godwin? Yeah. I think he, when did he get I think hurt? He, November? No, it was December. like last week of December. He'll, he should be able to come nine back. Months. Yeah, I mean, nine I months. Nine months on the yeah. ACL. Hopefully it's not like a David well, Bakhtiari-like ACL, but like you saw, what was his name? Cam Akers. Didn't he come back from an ACL? Or Cam came back from an Achilles, an Achilles in five months. It's even worse. It's even worse. Yeah, like an Achilles. 12, Achilles yeah. is that year. Year. Yeah. Yeah. With the way like Kevin Durant. sports medicine, sports medicine slash therapy is these days, like he should be back by the start of the season. So. Yeah. No. Uh. So let's move on to the next one now. Staying in the AFC, the first quarterback domino that fell. Aaron Rodgers resigns with the Green Bay Packers. I don't have the. Official three one fifty three one fifty three one fifty with the yeah. fourth year, which he's definitely not going to take. So yeah, he he gets three years now with the Packers, which means he'll be there past his forties. He is now the highest paid pl- player in the NFL in terms of, um, I believe like guaranteed money per year, or something, mm-hmm. like, something that. like that. Yeah. Um, he is making more than Mahomes. Um, but I mean overall, this is obviously he did this. A couple weeks before, we find out he's not going to have Devontae Adams anymore. Um, but, you know, overall, I think, you know, good for Green Bay. I don't know if it's good for Aaron right now, but good for Yeah, Green I Bay. mean, I, Devontae Adams is gone, but he's still have number 12. I mean. I feel like, like he had to know. I know we already covered Devontae, but I feel like he had to know Devontae wasn't going to stay with that contract. Like, there was just no way. He's getting QB1 money. Mm-hmm. Devontae's getting paid 28 and a quarter a year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just for for me. Um, when I when I heard the news, I was like, okay, I, I'm not surprised that he's coming back. Like, once the the Packers lost to the Forty ers my initial reaction was like, okay, bye bye, Aaron, you're you're actually gone now. And then it comes, and then of course reality sets in, sets in a month later, and he's he's back. So he's in the NFC North for at least at least two more years. So it's gonna be great. Oh, Can't God. wait. Can't wait. So. But. I don't know. I really don't like. This is gonna be Rogers' test. I mean, they have two firsts, so they'll get a receiver. But mm-hmm. it's still a test to have to build that chemistry up with a rookie wideout. Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers being the personality he is, you know, you draft the wrong rookie, you don't get the right connection, things go sour real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that. It's really a gamble by Green Bay, but one you have to take given Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, obviously the, the rest of this offseason is going to be big for Green Bay. I mean, you can't replace Devontae Adams, but how do you attempt to replace There's him? like They I have mean, to like try and— uh, They're going to have to try to trade up, I think. They would have to 
I think I'm okay with them taking two receivers in given the depth with their first four picks because they have two firsts and two seconds now. So if they took a receiver with the high first and then a receiver yeah, but, with okay, the high second. The issue is I don't know who's going to be there at that point. I mean, I'm thinking by the point that they're going to be drafting. Which where is, are they? Where's that first pick? Because Raiders it, were out of the playoffs. Raiders were in the playoffs. They were in? Oh, that's right. They beat out L.A. They were, so they were, yeah, they were the last But they were the first team. out. Yeah. So they'll be, they have the 21st pick. Okay. Um, but by that point, I believe Garrett Wilson, Drake London, and Chris Olave will all be off the board. Yeah. So at worst, Traylon Burks might Burks be gone is, too. It, so maybe, but maybe, but okay. I'm telling you, with well, with the, I get it because the Phillies, Philly stretch comes right before the Packers are picking, and Philly's likely to trade out of one of those for a rec- Wilson to give a receiver to someone. Garrett Wilson will be gone in probably the top ten. Drake London will probably also be gone in the top fifteen, 15. and then Chris Olave will be gone in the top twenty because of his combine. So, you know, because I mean Olave is the fastest wide receiver in the draft. So I, I don't technically, actually, technically Wilson's a bit like. Point zero one seconds faster. Tyquan Thornton, the guy that actually won the forty yard dash. Okay, I was. I mean, I'm talking about <laughs> the ones who actually are going to get drafted in the first round. Um, if he goes in the first round, I'll... he oh, won. You're the fastest. The fastest. You're still the fastest. John Ross. Yes, you're right. <laughs> yes, you are right. But I was talking about of like the top guys. Okay. Um, but yes. Yeah, so I mean, it'll be interesting to see what they do. I think they're going to have to trade up if they legit want a receiver. And honestly, to get a lava, you probably don't have to move up that many spots. It's just the price you're willing to pay. I how think high if they sit at 21, they'll get Burks, and that's not a bad fit at all. And then you take, like, a David Bell, Jahan Dotson with that early second. Mm-hmm. And you're playing right there. Rodgers connects with one of those, and you still have Alan Lazard. You'll be fine. All right. Well, let's get into the other one. That actually, this other quarterback, it happened on the same day. Literally... Like two hours afterwards, that was crazy. On um, maybe the craziest day in NFL offseason history, was Khalil Mack traded that evening? No, or the, was next, the day. next day. Next day. Okay. Uh, Russell Wilson, in probably the biggest move we have ever seen, at least with involving a quarterback of one team being traded to another, probably the biggest trade we have seen in a long, long time. Russell Wilson gets traded to the Denver Broncos for an absolute haul of draft picks, including three players. The official trade, Denver sends uh, a fourth rounder, or the Seahawks send a fourth rounder and Russell Wilson to Denver for two first round picks the next two years, two second round picks the next two years, a fifth round pick this year, Drew Locke, Noah Fant, and defensive lineman Shelby Harris. So, package. It's a massive package. Um, And honestly, like, yeah, people are going to say, like, okay, like, you know, Seahawks lost the trade and whatever, whatever. I think the Seahawks got a pretty nice haul. I, I mean, two firsts and two. You have it two was a, firsts and two seconds. It was next a year? trade. It's that's yeah. Both it's, teams got what they wanted. And like, I mean, yeah. And you could, you know, the players that Seattle got back. I like Noah Fant for them a lot. I think Denver's gonna miss Noah Fant, but you know, that's um. Your guys' thoughts, Russell Wilson to Denver. Um. I I think Seattle got a really nice package. To, you know, two two ones, two twos. You know, Shelby Harris and Noah Fant. I think. I mean, it's 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 a great it's a great deal for both teams. You know, Denver's in win now mode. That roster is good enough, and Russell Wilson's still in the prime of his career. Um, he's thirty two, so that's pretty still pretty good age for a quarterback. Um, and Seattle just it's time to rebuild. Like those lob day or yeah. Legion of Boom days are over. Um, their defense is not good at all. Um, you got to use those picks to recoup the defense. You just release Bobby Wagner. And on the offensive side of the ball, just build around DK Metcalf. Um, maybe you try to land a Baker Mayfield or you know draft one of these QBs. Or you roll with Drew Locke. Drew Locke maybe he's not, like yeah, a reclamation a, project. No, he's not. I'm not a Drew Locke fan. I don't think anybody is. <laughs> he's just, no. So, yeah, I mean, I, I would I probably draft a quarterback. In this or next year's class, I, I mean, I'd probably say uh, you roll with your lock this year and then you you tank, I, I guess, and go with, try to draft Stroud or uh, I think you go Bryce with, Young. I think they're going to draft one this year. I think they're going to go with Malik Willis at nine, and then I think they're going to start Drew Locke for the first few games and then turn it over. I think that's the way they're going to go with this. May not, maybe not Malik Willis, depending on who they like the most, but I think they're going with a quarterback at number nine. 100%. Unless they were to go with like a Garrett Wilson type to put him alongside DK Metcalf, 
And Noah Fant, not Still bad. Still Tyler Lockett, but he's, what is he, 30? He's been the league They're willing time. to trade Tyler Lockett. Um, and DK. You could also, which, yeah, if he was actually available, like, Browns, get on the phone. Go get DK. <laughs> um, but uh, I, you could also go defense. It's a really... It's a really stacked defensive draft, so you could go defense as well. You could go get like Karloftis from Purdue or something like that to help your edge pressure, which we know Seattle doesn't have any of it. So, yeah, overall, I think good trade for both sides. Broncos are now instantly Super Bowl contenders as long as Wilson's healthy. Um, that might be the best all-around team in the AFC West. It probably is. Um, but I would say actually another team's making a play for it, and it's not the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, so... Um, yeah. Uh, just to, mean, just to interrupt. I, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, you're good. You're this good. is kind of a. I wouldn't say this is breaking news, but for Bears fans' sake, Larry Ogunjobi has failed his physical and will not be signing there. That's actually a really big deal. I like Larry Ogunjobi, former Cleveland Brown. I and love that guy. David Ojabo oh had to be helped off the field oh, at Michigan's pro day. So now the that's Bears, a first yeah, round I'm linebacker just seeing that prospect. Right now too. That's a first round linebacker edge prospect who's probably gonna dip now. Like, Larry Ogunjobi was going to be our best defensive player this year outside of Roquan Smith, and now he's not even going to play there. So, the Bears are looking. The, they're, they're, tank, they're tanking. They're, um, they're absolutely tanking. So I, The Russ move, I liked it, I think. You know, they had to. Denver needed a quarterback. They had the roster set up mm-hmm. right around. Pretty much everything else was ready-made. You just needed a quarterback, and they made the move they had to do, I think. You know, the second that Rodgers' domino fell, they knew that they were just going to put everything they needed to to get that deal done, and I really like it. Um, he's going to get receivers there, Judy, Sutton, Tim Patrick. Hamler's going to be back next yeah, year. Yeah, like, that's a big thing. And Javante Williams in the backfield? Javante Williams in the backfield? Yeah. And that defense is young mm, and nasty. Fun. And that yeah. secondary is very nice. No fly zone is back. Yeah, no I was I was a really big fan of that secondary going into the season with when they drafted not as good, not, and The no fly zone not as good as Akeem Talib and uh, who else? Like Chris Harris, but it's, it's still very good. Patrick Sertan is already a top ten corner. He's oh, very good. Yeah, I would. I Close. think already on the he's, line, go, he's going to be very good um, next year. He's going to be a very good football player, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, you know, Seattle, they didn't end out too bad either. Mm-hmm. You know, getting as much as they did is never a bad thing in a trade for a, a quarterback like that. You know, your franchise quarterback. Um, Locke, see how he goes, I guess. You know, it doesn't seem like they're fans of this year's draft class. It's it's a reclamation there's project. Been, there's been rumors that they've been interested in Baker and Deshaun and Mitch Trubisky and this and that, like, if it's just that, you know, it really seems clear they don't like anyone this year. So, yeah. See what Locke does for a year with you. See if he can do something with the receivers you have. I like getting Shelby Harris because that D-line has been in shambles for years. And yeah. that's someone you can, like, anchor a D-line with. He's a good locker room player. He's a good football player. Like, it just works. And Noah Fant, most underrated part of this deal. Noah Fant's going to be really, Noah Fant and DK Metcalf, those two are both just and if physical they, matchup if, nightmares. If they keep Lockett, like, that's a receiving core I would not be, in, like, looking forward to match up against as a D coordinator. That's just crazy. They just I don't mean, have an O-line right now. Yeah. That's an issue. So, I mean, if Joe Burrow can undrum then, you just got to get an O-line. I don't think the Seahawks have ever had an O-line. <laughs> this is true. They, Russ they, has been, been running for, they're, they're for a ter- long They're time. terrible developing all lines. Like, they, they, and they, even they, what they traded for Dwayne Brown was it a couple years ago? Who's been a like, solid that tackle? Was, he's been fine, but they haven't done anything besides that. <laughs> it's just been him. They um, drafted Jermaine Effetti, and he was a first round pick for them. And Effetti he, was he, not good. He was terrible. Yeah. So he's already on like his third team right now because he yeah. was with the Chargers for a little bit too. Yeah. Um. All right. Next quarterback move. This happened the very next day. Carson Wentz. Traded from the Indianapolis Colts to the Washington Commanders. First time I think I've said that in on the show. Uh, for two third-round picks, one of them being a conditional third that can turn into a second based on how many games, or actually it's technically the percentage of snaps that Carson Wentz takes. So Washington goes with, gets their guy. They get Carson Wentz from Indy, leaving Indy needing a quarterback. And uh, what are you guys' thoughts on this one? 
I mean, he's just like Carson Wentz is just a he's a guy. He's a, he's just he's whatever. I mean, it's not gonna take the Commanders to the playoffs or anything. He, he's just a. I mean, do they go out, do it? Do they draft a quarterback <laughs> soon? Because like Carson Wentz is not gonna lead them to anything. Like, let's be real here. Like, I, I his days and with the Eagles, twenty seventeen, where he was almost where he should have won MVP, but got hurt. Man, those days are just long gone for him. I mean, I will say, I think that Wentz has never had a receiver the caliber of Terry McLaurin ever in his career. So, I think, I mean, to be to be like, to be honest here, Washington's in a decent spot where like, if that defense can get back to form, obviously get Chase Young back, make some moves. You know, and you can return that defense to where it was. Washington can absolutely win the division next year. Like, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Um, because like I said, he's never had a receiver like Terry McLaurin before, and now he's gonna have him. They still have Antonio Gibson, who's not gonna be hurt literally the entire season. And you know, Dallas is doing whatever they're doing. Like being Dallas, yeah, they've done absolutely nothing except get rid of and lose players. So. It's not out of the realm of possibility to say Washington could win the East next year. It really, it really, really isn't. As long as Carson Wentz is just if our, if Carson Wentz plays the way he played like last year, they absolutely could do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Dallas has had a terrible offseason. Like they lost so many players and Collins, Cooper. Yeah, they just released Lael, Lael Collins Lael yesterday. Collins he's one of the. He's gonna have what? a big a big market because he's yeah. one. He's a he's a really he's a good tackle. And then the Randy Gregory like literally does the switcheroo on you. Like yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I forgot about that. That was funny. That was really funny. So Cowboys moment. Right yeah. There. Overall, I think like yeah, Carson Wentz. He's a guy, but he's better than anything Washington had. So you know, it's. I like Heineken. Heineken. <laughs> I. He's, he's yeah. Heineken was pretty nice. Yep. I I enjoyed him at quarterback. He was pretty like he was just fun. He was fun. He was yeah. fun. But he was a guy. Yeah. He he, <laughs> he like you never knew what you were gonna get with him if he could play like. Good, they were they were gonna win, but he they rode so hard with him that now with Carson Wentz you're gonna get some like floor where you know that your defense has to perform at this level, and if they don't, you're gonna lose. Yeah, for sure. Which wasn't the same with Heineke, so I think yeah. in that sense it makes sense. But Chris Ballard, good job for flipping him. Yeah, and I we'll see where uh, Indy goes from here. I mean, obviously, a lot of this quarterback carousel stuff is frozen right now until we find out what where Deshaun Watson goes. But because um, if he goes to Atlanta, Matt Ryan's available, and apparently Matt Ryan does not want to go to Cleveland. And I he don't blame to you, go Matt to Ryan. Indy. I don't blame you, Matt Ryan. I wouldn't want to go to Cleveland. Either. I've like been uh, seeing Matt Ryan Indy news on Twitter all. If morning. he goes to Atlanta, I've already heard there's basically a deal in place to send Matt Ryan to Indianapolis. Yeah. Um. If he goes to if both Watson goes to New Orleans though. Yikes! This could get really weird, really quite, really fast. Yeah, I was, um, I was gonna say, like, what, what do we think is gonna happen if, I think Matt Ryan just stays. I don't think he cares that much. Oh no, Matt Ryan would stay in Atlanta. He's getting paid way too if much. They get money to Sean really Watson. Play. He's got forty five. No, no, no. If Watson goes to New Orleans. Oh yeah, no, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan will stay in Atlanta. He's getting paid way too much money to really hold a, much of a grudge. <laughs> that dude is winning life right now. Yeah. Um. But, you know, if he goes to Atlanta, he'll obviously get traded. Like I said, I think there's already a deal in place where Matt Ryan gets sent to Indianapolis. Um, but next one, we got two more left just of this complete quarterback carousel. Mitchell Trubisky, actually Mitch Trubisky, there's where he officially said that he prefers Mitch. Uh, they, I, know, I think he preferred Mitchell. And now he says he prefers Mitch. Oh, really? Yeah. Apparently he was like he had his first meeting with the Steelers media, um, and they were like, well, which do you prefer? And he said, I actually I prefer Mitch. And they're like, he okay. preferred Mitchell in 2017. Like, okay, whatever. Anyway, it's Jay funny. Jay having uh, Mitchell Trubisky or Mitch Trubisky flashbacks. Um, yes, <laughs> great. But he's in Pittsburgh now. Um, like the move, hate the move, man, the move. I think it's. I don't, I don't think they're gonna win much with him. Like he, it's funny because all the Chicago, one of these guys in Chicago media I listen to, he's he loves Mitch Trubisky for some reason. He's like. Oh, I can't! I can't wait for Mitch to light up with the Steelers. I'm getting a Mitch Trubisky Steelers jersey. He's gonna be great for them, and like he's just getting roasted by the Chicago media because like he just fought, he fell in love with them in 2017. I don't know, but I yeah, the Steelers. I just don't think 
can win with him. I mean, you have a really good, you still have a good defense, but Mitch is not like he. I think he's better than Ben. That what Ben was last year. Was I mean, last year. that's a very. Yeah. To be fair, that's, that's a, low a very bar. low bar. That is a low bar, but you know, I I think it's a decent move, but it's not gonna take him to the playoffs or anything. So that's all I have. I think it's a move of complacency. It's just he's so, just not gonna do it. Yeah, much. it's it's just. It's another reclamation project, you know, see what you got. He's better than anything that they have. I mean, yeah. let's be real. So, I mean, at, in the end of the day, I'd say it's a good move. I mean, you've upgraded. Um, I did not buy for a second they were going to go into next season with Mason Rudolph. Like, let's be let's be real here. There were no there was no chance yeah. that was happening. Um, so, this is what they go with. And, I mean, you're, they're in a better position than Cleveland is right now. So, I mean, you're going to a so, really good organization. organization. The and best, if- Honestly, they're the best one in football. It's not close. so. Yeah, I mean, if if you're going to a really good organization and they look at you saying you're the guy, like, may I mean, I'll give it a chance. Obviously, I'll see it, man. If the Steelers make a signing like that, I mean, maybe it works out just because they're the Steelers and they know what they're doing. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. So finally, the last one. Then this one wasn't really this quarterback didn't move, but a team made a decision on him. Kirk Cousins gets an extension. That also, it's one of those things they were clearing cap space, lowered his cap hit, but gave him an extension all the way through next season. So Kirk Cousins is at least will be in Minnesota for two more years, being paid an absolute ton of money. But Minnesota makes a decision they're going to roll with Kirk Cousins, and I think it's it's the right one. Is it the right one? I mean, he's a... Who are you going to get better than Kirk Cousins right now? You could trade up in the draft and get someone. I don't... could have got Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson doesn't want to play in the cold. They're indoors. It doesn't matter. He doesn't want to live in the north either. I mean, he's a southern guy. Yeah, I mean, I guess you really, you really couldn't just because he played in a dome doesn't mean it's not cold. (laughs) But that's a ton of money for a guy like that. Like, what what was it? Forty something million? It doesn't say on the agenda. I don't remember. Unnecessary money. It was an insane amount of money. I think it was over forty million dollars for a guy that's he's won like one playoff game, and he's kind of the definition of mediocrity. If you look at his record, but he had a pretty good year last year, and it's not all his fault, obviously. But yeah, I mean, that's that's just a ton of money for a guy like that. So yeah, no, I mean, of course, but like I said, you make your decision, and I mean, they're good enough to probably be second place in the North. Like he's good enough; they'll, they'll be a playoff team next year in the NFC. With wow, with where the NFC is at, I mean, Minnesota should absolutely one hundred percent be a playoff team with a new coach, a new GM. I, I think, yeah, absolutely, they like should. Kirk Cousins has proven he can get you there. So, like, there's no reason they shouldn't finish at least second in the North. Like, none. They're better than the Bears. They're better than the. They're better than the Lions. Like, that's just plain. T- and with what's going on in Green Bay, I wouldn't rule it out of the possibility that they could pass, potentially get squeak past Green Bay. So, you know, I'm not. I'm not. Saying it's gonna happen, but I'm just saying, like, let's you know be real here. But all right, here's just some other key moves. I put a ton of these on the sheet, and obviously there are a lot more. We've had a lot of movement here over the past few days, but these are just a few of the highlights of you know trades and deals that have already been done on the trade uh, in the trading world. Khalil Mack, Jay, I'll let you speak a little bit on this one, but Khalil Mack traded from the Bears to the Los Angeles Chargers for two. Really late picks. Basically, it was just a it was just a cap dump or cash dump for the for the Bears. Yeah, it was they funny. Half the contract, right? They dumped. They're the they're taking a cap hit of twenty four million this year, which is not because they're not going to be good this year, so that's fine. But they dumped the rest of the contract, so the Bears are projected to have over one hundred thirty million dollars in cap space next year. <laughs> so you figure you lock up Roquan Smith and a couple other guys, you're going to have over like maybe ninety to hundred million. In cap space with the cap, that's not even including a cap rise, too. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But what I was taking my brother somewhere and I drop him off, and then I, I come back in the car and I turn on my radio and I listen to the Chicago radio station every every day. And I get the breaking news, I'm like, What Khalil Max just been traded? Traded that's what they said to the Chargers. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my god, for a second and a sixth, I'm like, That's not a lot. And then I looked at Later on, they're dumping the salary. I'm like, all right, this is this, it's time to move on because he's 31 years old. He's he played like eight games last year. He's got the bad back. He has he has some uh, ankle injuries. It's just time to move on. I mean, he was pr- he was pretty pretty solid for the Bears the last four years, but yeah, 
is 31 years old. Time to move on. So that's all I got. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a bravo to Chargers for making the move. Um, it's a good know, deal for both teams. Yeah, combining, I think, you know, getting that salary off the books for next year, like Jay said, is huge for Chicago. Um, they needed to, but but Chargers, I love it. The AFC West has been amazing this offseason. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's like the SEC West of football, of the Basically. NFL. It's Yeah. You got Georgia, Auburn, Alabama, LSU, right there. Yeah, and the Bears are just recouping cap or well, cap space, but draft picks because what Ryan Pace did to this team the last what four or five years, just giving up draft capital and not drafting well. So Ryan Poles has a clearly has a new direction with this team. He does not like the roster. That's why he's cutting a bunch of guys. So it's rebuild time. So again, yeah. So nothing else for me for me on that front. But the only other trade that we've really seen was last Saturday, almost a week. It's almost been a week. Uh, the Browns traded for Amari Cooper. And of course, this is before, you know, Cleveland burns to the ground. Um, but they have Amari Cooper. They needed a wide receiver. Uh, they got a really good one. Uh, I actually really like it. You know, as a Browns fan, I, I love Amari Cooper. I think he's he's one of the best route runners in the NFL, if not the best. Like he runs routes better than anyone, um, and he he's he gonna be open. That's that's for sure. Um, I don't I can't imagine what's got to be going through his head right now. But he's gonna wear number two. By the way, that jersey looks absolutely sick. But um, yeah, I really like Amari Cooper. I think he's going to get a fresh start in Cleveland. The locker room stuff has been debunked. He's not going to be an issue. So they needed a receiver. They got a receiver one now. So good for the Browns. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you gave up a six, a fifth and a sixth for that. A for, fifth and a sixth-round pick swap. Yeah, for Amari Cooper. I mean, yeah, i take that deal any day. So, I mean, yeah, good move for them because they needed receiver help. And I didn't even mention that earlier. I completely forgot they got Amari Cooper when I was talking about Baker. I was, and you were probably like, Jay, what are you talking about? I did, too. I just didn't really feel like it was relevant to that. This is before Cleveland burned down. This is like a week ago. Literally a week from tomorrow they traded for him. So. Um, yeah. Interesting move. I like it. I don't get it, though. Um, You know, I know Cleveland needed wide receivers this offseason. I would have preferred they'd done it to the draft because paying Amari Cooper $20 million a year when you could get two good hey, rookies on that. You could get Christian Kirk for twenty one. Yeah, Christian Kirk for an, a number three 18, receiver. 18 plus incentives, but still. Christian Kirk for $18 million, like, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, yeah, I'd take Murray Cooper over Christian Kirk any day. Continue, so. Manit. Yeah, I just think they could have gone better through the draft. Even if they spent their first two picks on receivers, it would have worked um, compared to Cooper. But he's still a top 10 receiver, so it's not really a bad off for Cleveland. It's just an interesting situation they put themselves in now. With the cap. Yeah, I mean, of course. And the thing about the contract, though, is they, they can release Amari Cooper next year for absolutely no cap hit at all. Um, They can just let him go if he doesn't, if he's not their cup of tea or whatever. So it's literally a no-risk, all-reward trade for the Browns. And, you know, like I said, you needed a wide receiver one. You have that now in Amari Cooper. I They're still going to address it in the draft. Don't think for a second this doesn't mean the Browns are not addressing wide receiver in the draft. They may not in the first round, but... I've heard the Browns love Garrett Wilson. So if he's there at 13, I believe they would absolutely take him, barring they don't flip their first-round pick for who knows why. But other some other contracts around the league, we talked about Christian Kirk, four years, $72 million with Jacksonville, plus an extra $12 million in incentives. That brings it to 484 potentially. Uh, J.C. Jackson signing with the Chargers as well, five years, $82.5 million. Von Miller to Buffalo, six years, $120 million. Uh, the Randy Gregory switcheroo that we just talked about, he signs with the Broncos for five years, $70 million. Chandler Jones to Vegas, Jay touched on that earlier in the show, three years, $51 million. Uh, Allen Robinson to the Rams for three years, $46.5 million. And then one of my favorite signings so far Marcus are the entire Williams. thing. Nice. Marcus Williams signing with the Ravens for five years, yeah. $70 million, And it pains me to say it. That was a phenomenal signing by the Baltimore Ravens. Um, and Manit has in there DJ Chark. They, <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, that was exciting. You yeah, needed a receiver. The Lions and we got one. I wanted A-Rob, but Chark works. It's cool. Um, Chark will be fun as a field stretcher. I My favorite move of this entire, like, 
craziness was probably Von Miller, though. Um, don't like the contract. Six years committing to him for that long was kind of crazy, but I like the move itself. Von Miller pass rushing for um, that defense is going to be super helpful. Yeah, I mean, it, my initial reaction to that contract six years for Von Miller was like, whoa, like he's 32 years old. But then I saw the, I saw the guaranteed money. I was like, it's really okay. It's really a two three year deal. Yeah. So. Yeah, I yeah. mean it. Um. Yeah, Von Miller, that's a massive contract. Like my favorite one. I mean, out of this bunch, besides Marcus Williams, which I said I already really like, but J.C. Jackson, man. I mean. Five years, eighty-two and a half million with the Chargers. They go out, they get the top corner on the market. Really like um, what they did to put him alongside Chris Harris and uh, Asante Samuel Jr., who really had a really great rookie season a year ago. Like the Chargers went in a complete opposite direction. I mean, they went, they answered when Russell Wilson comes over. They're like, all right, we got to shore up this defense because that was their biggest issue last year was their defense. It they was very bad. Also, did re-sign Mike Williams. They re-signed Mike Williams too. Yes, bad deal. Um, but that is, um, I love J.C. Jackson. I can't believe New England let him walk. Um, he'll be with the Chargers next year. I mean, to me, now the only issue, though, is they did release, um, uh, oh, gosh, who did they release? Balaga. Um, mm-hmm. So they currently don't have a right tackle. <laughs> um, not at all. Um, so they need to get that taken care of. They need to continue to protect Justin Herbert. But there isn't really many teams in the league who have improved as much as the Chargers have this offseason. I mean, to shore up two significant needs on the defensive side of the ball with two premium players. Plus you're going to have Derwin James and Joey Bosa who I mean Joey Bosa's got to be ecstatic about this Joey Khalil Mack thing. Yeah. Um and your linebackers, their linebackers are solid as well. Like the Chargers are ready to roll. Jordan like, Davis at 19 and that defense is a nightmare. Yeah, he won't be there. <laughs> yeah, he'll fall there. Uh, I, after I, after the combine he's not he just had, I go past it. LA. Is the one thing I'll say. Like, I would be shocked goes, if Cleveland took him. Not he, even a little bit. If he goes there, if he goes before LA, yeah, but he's not lasting past the Chargers. They're gonna take him if he's there. Yeah, I, I mean, I like the fit too. I I do as well. Um, you know, I think with the Chargers to add on to that, if Mac and Bosa are healthy, they can definitely win that division. And Her- Herbert's on. That's the deal with you know, Herbert or. The Chargers front office taking advantage of Herbert's rookie contract. Like all these, mm-hmm. if, yeah. you have a, if you have a really good young quarterback who's on his rookie deal, then you're gonna you're gonna be able to make moves like this, like get take on a big contract like Bosa and they, now Khalil Mack. So, yeah, I can't really see a team ahead of the Chargers. I, they're not even at 19; they're at 17. I can't see anyone going to Jordan Davis ahead of them. But um, I think it's gonna happen though, yeah. just because of that combine. Dude's a freak. Dude is a freak athlete. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was just a list of some of the big signings. Obviously there've been so many more like the Steelers getting miles Jack. I love that for them as well. That's that so on brand for the Steelers pickup. to oh go get God. miles Jack. And I want to talk about that. Well, like, just really quickly. I mean, the Jaguars, I mean, Ooh. out of nowhere, they've just gone out just spending. I mean, not only Christian Kirk, they brought in Brandon Sheriff, one of the best guards in the entire NFL. They brought in uh, Aluakon from the Falcons. Zay Jones. Zay Jones as well. Like, the Jaguars are going all in for Trevor Lawrence, and I like it, and this is boating all for Aiden Hutchinson. It seems like he's going to be their pick at one, so. Yeah, they made they made a lot of, like, I really like the Aluakon pickup. I think he's really a very underrated up. linebacker for the Falcons. Uh, tackling machine, um, and, and a guy that they needed. I, I really don't understand the Miles Jack cut. Like you could have had a yeah. Lokun and Miles Jack, who's in the middle in his prime, entering his prime. He's like twenty six, so he's twenty six, right? He, he's, Miles Jack, he's young. Yeah, but I mean, his knees are like really old because <laughs> of that injury. But uh, no, I I agree with you. I don't know. When, why yeah, like when he, when he's healthy, Miles Jack's a very good linebacker. Um, and DJ Chark, DJ God, GJ, DJ Chark, uh, Christian Kirk, um. I just don't understand. That's just a massive overpay. I mean, he's a solid receiver, but he's a slot guy. Ton of money to, you're paying for a guy like that. Yeah. So, oh, but I mean, they don't have a true established wide receiver one either. Is like the other part. It just doesn't well, they. Sense. I mean, yeah. I mean, you could have if they would have brought back Chark, you could have said, all right. I mean, Chark isn't really a number one, but he's good enough. He's a low tier one, but they don't have Chark now anymore. So like they're paying Christian Kirk to be wide receiver one for Trevor Lawrence, and then they also still have Chenault. 
uh, who played pretty well last year. Um, uh, they also signed Evan Ingram to play tight end, but that dude can't stay on the field. There's just so many um, moves of mediocrity by the. Dragons. But I really like, I really like, I really like Cher for them. Arguably, Chenault. arguably one of the like he's a top three guard in the NFL. My only issue with that, I is, think he's third because I think the Browns have the top two. But I didn't want to cut you off. But the, the only issue with that is he can't stay on the field. That's also true. Like he, I, I feel like he's gonna get injured like week yeah. six or five. He's just a guy that's very fragile, but a very good they also, guard. They also brought in a left tackle, didn't they? Uh, I don't remember. I, I believe they did. They re-signed Cam Robinson. That's what. That's they did. what it is. Yeah. So the I franchise. It's some. It, it's looking like they're gonna go edge rusher at number one. Whether that's Aiden Hutchinson or Kayvon Thibodeau, we don't know. But it seems like that's kind of the route they're going. They're not gonna go O line, you know, unless they're gonna shock everybody and take Hamilton at one. I don't really um I it feels like it's gonna be Aiden Hutchinson for Jacksonville. So um, but I mean, overall, is there any other team that stood out to you guys that you think improved or one that you think didn't do enough? I think the Ravens had a, a very good off season. Yeah. Um, you know, getting Marcus Williams like a need that filling a hole that they needed to do um at safety, especially because the defense had their struggles with injuries, but now you have um uh, what's his name? Marlon Humphrey as your cornerback, mm-hmm. um, and now you have Marcus Peters sa- coming back too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and now you have that safety to fill in the void for them. So, I liked I liked their off season so far. Um, you know, the Rams signing Allen Robinson, I thought that was solid. I mean, now you know Allen Robinson has a good quarterback now, so it's interesting to see how he'll do down there. Um, and yeah, I mean, what do you think? We need any. I liked how Standouts. the um, North built up their defense. I think the AFC West had a good, really good offseason as well Um, in terms of divisions. I really liked um, New Orleans, what they did, like restructuring everybody, getting what they needed to do out the way so they have like a clear vision for their future. And it seems as the Watson all-in push is going through for them. Um, not like the trade, but just it's they're making it, and if they're not, they're gonna get another quarterback. But um, I don't know. I like Buffalo. I think mm-hmm. if getting Von Miller, adding a pass mm-hmm. rusher, drafting a receiver in the first round, like every other NFL team is gonna be doing, um, and then finding like that complement to Diggs, and Dawson Knox really established himself this year. I think he's gonna he only grow. Um, as a tight end there. For sure. Cutting Cole Beasley was an interesting move, but, you know, overall, I think Buffalo had a really good offseason. I saw a tweet yesterday where someone said that Cole Beasley's a Hall of Famer. Oh. And I <laughs> laughed out loud at it. What was he, like 31? Yeah, it was, it was time to move on from him. We probably had a cap, big cap number. He had a big cap number. I'd yeah. say number one, though, is probably the Chargers, just because they really established the AFC West is wide open. The AFC West is going to be nuts, and like we said, I mean, one of these teams is going to disappoint, and it's not going to be because they're a bad team, but it's just going to be because they have six games against the other teams in their division. Like, it's just reality of the situation. Like, it's it's the beauty of the beast, so, you know. I would love to see perfect harmony and all teams go 3-3 three and three in that division. Wouldn't that be something? That would be quite poetic. Um, But some other free agents that are still on the board – um, Teron Armstead, number one free agent, probably right now, still left the left tackle from New Orleans. Obviously, he's going to wait for Deshaun Watson because if Deshaun Watson comes to New Orleans, he's just going to resign there. Um, otherwise, he may go somewhere else. Other, I mean, Stephon Gilmore is available. Bobby Wagner is still out there. No one's picked him up yet. Tyron Matthew, Tyron Matthew Odell, Lyle. Odell Beckham Jr., who isn't going to be healthy to start the year, but Akeem Hicks, uh, Jadavian Clowney, who's just going to go to whoever gives him the most money. Um, Jarvis. Jarvis Landry. Darius Smith signed with the Ravens. Hoping then he opted out. Oh, he's he opted out of again. that Ravens deal. Nice. So Zadarius Smith is back on the market. That's what I was thinking of another move the Ravens made, and I was like, why can it not? They come did to sign. Mind? It and is they no. They did agree to terms with Zadarius Smith, but he never signed the contract. Yeah. He backed out of the deal. Yeah. Um, That's I, what it I was. some of the language in the contract I just don't think he liked. So he's gonna go somewhere else. Cleveland, go pick him up. Do it. I would love Zadarius Smith on the other side of Miles Garrett, but, um. 
yeah, so I mean that's that that is basically the full rundown here of free agency in these past two weeks here on the pylon. Uh I mean, I don't really think we missed any major move, at least for the most part. Got all the quarterbacks and stuff in, got the the Cleveland uh burning in there. Um so I mean obviously, you know, probably we're gonna sign off the air and we're gonna see another just absolute massive move. You know, who knows? Uh Deshaun Watson will probably make his decision five minutes after we're off the air, but you know, we'll see how that goes. But as for uh, Jada Coster, Meet Patel, I'm your host, Michael Markoch. Thanks for tuning in. Of course, you can listen to The Pylon on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcast. Just search for The Pylon on Impact 89 FM, and we will show up there. And that will do it for free agency. We'll see you guys next week for probably some draft stuff. We haven't draft. quite figured out where we're going yet, but probably draft for a little bit. Obviously, we'll recap any more signings as they come in, but. We'll probably start getting into draft stuff next week. So for all of us, we'll see you guys next week.